0: You're listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for June 4th, 2023, Trinity Sunday. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend John Kennedy. It's based on Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. May I speak to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that invocation is especially suited for the day that it is Trinity Sunday, the only day on the church calendar dedicated to a doctrine. And not just any doctrine, the Trinity is is at once both one of the most central and one of the most controversial of Christian doctrines. So preachers are, are known to sometimes groan inwardly when they see that they have been assigned Trinity Sunday. But I, I am delighted uh, to be speaking with you today. And in good Trinitarian fashion, I'm going to talk about three things: the TV show, Monkeys in Indonesia, and the Trinity itself. So last Sunday, succession ended. Any succession viewers here? See some nods, hands? Yeah, um, I'm really sad it's over, but but it is. And, uh, and it was, and still is, because of course you can stream it, a satirical, dark comedy-drama TV series that ran for four seasons over five years. And at the center of it was Logan Roy, the aging patriarch and founder of a global media and entertainment empire uh, based in New York City, and three of his adult children who struggle and scheme to become his successor when he either retires Or dies. They bear more than a passing resemblance to the Murdoch family. Now Logan Roy is a brute. He believes in power and the toughness required to get it and hold on to it. He does love his children, but he loves them badly, and their mother is really not any better. And so they grew up in a reality in which love and acceptance were rarely and totally unreliably on offer, in which the way to gain the approval of the father was to be tough, driven, successful, or at the very least to be useful to him. This was a world of enormous homes, of luxury, of travel, endless money, uh, but no hugs. A world in which love was not enough, in which they were not enough, Logan calls his children names like nobody, coward, moron. And when he tells them he loves them, it's usually qualified with something like, but you're not serious, people. And to be fair, they're really not. They've been formed and and malformed in this world created by their father. Crested black macaques, on the other hand, a type of monkey, measuring about one and a half to two feet tall, uh, live in a very different world, the monsoon world of the Indonesian island of Sulawesi. They are extraordinarily social and communal creatures, living in very large groups, sometimes numbering up to 100. They spend their time swinging from trees, eating their, their plentiful fruit, over 100 varieties, and uh, building friendships, taking care of each other, and showing affection. Unlike Logan Roy, black macaques are particularly fond of hugging, as well as cuddling and blowing kisses at each other. They, they smack their lips to request a hug, and this shows a desire to be friends. And this is not reserved for close family. This is for anybody. Anybody can get a hug. You just have to give the signal. They are among the most affectionate monkeys and probably among the most affectionate creatures in the world. Now, one reason for this is that the world, the reality that they live in, is one of abundance. They have an extraordinarily long wet season with all the monsoons and so there is an abundance of fruit. There's more than enough for everybody. In their world, therefore, there is no need to fight. So they put their energy instead into friendships and to exploring their forest home. They have even been known to take selfies and to smile for the camera. And so it's clear from these two different worlds that the world or reality we live in, or even think we live in, shapes who we are, what we feel, what we do, how we treat each other. The doctrine of the Trinity is a claim about the kind of world or reality that we live in. Now of the world religions, Christianity is the only one that teaches that God is triune, or three in one. A uh, One being existing eternally in three persons. The Trinity means that God is essentially, intrinsically relational. In Jesus' Last Supper discourse, which we explored throughout the Easter season, Jesus says that the Holy Spirit will glorify him. and He goes on to say that the Son glorifies the Father, and that the glor- Father glorifies the Son, and that this has been going on for all eternity. He says, glorify the Son in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. Now, glorify is not really a word that we use in day-to-day conversation, or really ever, for that matter. Um, But in the words of the great preacher and pastor Tim Keller, who sadly just died a few weeks ago, um, what it means is to praise, enjoy, or delight in someone. To glorify someone is to serve them or to defer to them. What does it mean, then, that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit glorify one another? I think it means that the the inner life of the Trinity, the inner life of God, is one of mutual, self-giving love. When we delight and serve someone, we orbit around them. We focus on their interests and desires. And if this love is reciprocated, this becomes a dance, especially if there are three persons, three partners, each one moving around the other two. And the Trinity says that this is what God is like. Each person of the Godhead loving, adoring, and rejoicing in the others. In the ancient church, there was a word for this inner life of God, It was the Greek word perichoresis and in it is contained the root of our word choreography and it means to dance or to flow around. In the words of C.S. Lewis, in Christianity God is not an impersonal thing nor a static thing not even just one person but a dynamic pulsating activity a life a kind of drama Almost, if you will not think me irreverent, a kind of dance. The pattern of this three-personal life is the great fountain of energy and beauty spurting up at the very center of reality. So what reality do you live in, believe in? What reality are we living in? Is it the world and the reality of power and scarcity of Logan Roy and his family, or is it the world of abundance and love of the black macaques of Indonesia? To be a Christian is to have faith in the reality of dynamic relational love, and not only to have faith in it, but to experience it. For this is a faith that began with experience, Jesus' experience. Of knowing himself as the beloved Son of God, filled with the Holy Spirit, to live in the flow of the divine life and to draw others into it. It was the experience of St. Paul, who as far as we know was the very first Christian writer, and who in our reading from 2 Corinthians today, invokes the name of the Trinity, shockingly early in the history of Christianity, probably only about 20 years after Jesus was around. Paul experienced himself as, he puts it in the first chapter of this letter, as as loved by God, united to Christ, with the Holy Spirit dwelling in him. And it was the experience of the apostles as well, who who experienced such an intensity of self-giving love, communion, forgiveness, and divine reality and power in Jesus that it totally changed their lives and, in turn, went on to change the world. In today's gospel, Jesus commissions these apostles to go forth into the world, to draw all people into this Trinitarian life, baptizing them, or immersing them, as the word baptized literally means, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And so may this be, and continue to be, our experience our reality, our world, and our life as well. Amen. You can find more sermons on our website,